Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow. Mad cow. Mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Sign Guy Nation, welcome to the show here on another Friday afternoon. Sign Guy, along with the coach with the most coming at us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he knew all along it was a real estate scammer and not just a ghost on Scooby Doo. Coach Mike Jones. Real quick, before we jump into things with our guest, some show notes. If you're looking for some wrestling today, WCWO, like always, at the Outlaw Arena in Indianapolis, Indiana tonight. FGW in Hamilton, Ohio. Tomorrow night, Supreme Wrestling in Madison, Indiana. Power Pit Pro Wrestling happening in Roseburg, Oregon. And also, you have roughly 755 shows happening in the Dallas area because it is WrestleMania week, and that's what happened. So find yourself a show, watch some wrestling. There's a ton out there this week, so make sure you support. Also, we want to send our thoughts and well wishes to Logan Vitor, who was injured last week at the Warrior Pro Wrestling Show. She broke her face and was injured. She's going to have to have some surgery, but she's recovering in all things considered, not doing too badly. So we want to wish her well as she goes down what I know is a familiar road for me. So best wishes to her. And also, former guest of the show, Stephen Bonner, also a member of the Real School Army, lost his home on Monday. It burned to the ground in Nevada. So we want to send him our well wishes and hope he and his family are doing well right now. But without further ado, I want to welcome to the show today a fantastic wrestling manager out of the Midwest. Angel Blade, thank you so much for being on today. We appreciate it, and we're happy to have you here. Thank you. Well, since today happens to be your first time with us, I will lead you off with the first-timer question what led to you getting into the business of professional wrestling? What got me into it? Um, so I'm from uh, Toledo, Ohio, actually. So um, I always like watching wrestling, wrestling shows there. And I met a, a wrestler named by Chris Chambers. He's the one who got me into wrestling. Now, before you met Chris Chambers, had you ever thought of getting into the wrestling business yourself, or did you think you would always just be a fan of it? Um, both, actually. <laughs> I didn't think I'd become um, into wrestling like that. I thought I was just going to be a straight fan. And then, you know, as I... I talked to, I actually got to meet Shane Douglas, and I actually got to sit down and talk to Shane Douglas as a fan, and he actually told me stories and stuff about wrestling and stuff like that, and he also got me into wrestling, too, so. And when you start managing, did the wrestlers you were managing sort of train you on the road and teach you what you needed to know as you went along, or did you go to more of a formal wrestling training school? How did the initial start take place? Um, I actually went down to Georgia. Um, if you um, didn't know that Suicide Clyde did pass away, I think about a couple months ago, they had a benefit show just recently for him, for him here. I actually went down to Georgia and got trained more with uh, Suicide Clyde. Okay, yeah. He yeah Suicide me. Clyde uh, actually was on our show at one point. Yeah, I definitely know who you mean. And plus, um, 
And plus, uh, Excalibur, the, one of the guys I really, uh, really uh, managed for is Excalibur. He also trained me too. So, and I've been in them rings many a times, getting beat down. <laughs> it's just because I'm a manager. It doesn't matter, but. <laughs> Wrestlers tend to do that to managers, for sure. Now, you relocated to Indiana, and I know that one of the first shows that you did was working for Bobo Brazil Jr., who helped me find my way into the wrestling business as well. What led you to getting hooked up with Bo Jr.? Well, I know Bo, Bo Jr. since I was a little kid. He knows my family. So, and I happened, he happened to contact me on Facebook one day, asked me what I was doing, something, I don't remember what it was, but he's like, then he told me where he was going to be at, and I went to one of his shows, and then I, and then I started talking to him and Miss Deb. And after that, he wanted me, I can't, I want. I came into his business and started man- managing. I mean, I managed the Punishers, the Pretty Boys, Kongamonga, Austin Casey. From just those four guys, those those ones as the ones I've been I managed for his uh, company. Knowing Bo Junior for that long, you know that. Bo has one of the most dangerous overhand chops in the wrestling business. What would you say to this point has been the loudest chop you've heard from Bo? Oh, man. He has done a lot on guys. I I can't tell you exactly (laughs) exactly anybody because I have heard, heard them slaps a lot. A lot. Well, I guess I can't tell you exactly which one. Because <laughs> they're all allowed to me. That's very true. That's an accurate statement. Now, what's the longest that you've known a wrestler to have been chopped by Bo and still had the marks on them? Um... I can't tell you that for sure. (laughs) I once saw Mike King, and his chest looked like hamburger meat, and when I asked what happened, he said, Bo chopped me. I said, do you mean last night? He said, no, two weeks ago. Uh, I can't imagine what it would look like when it was fresh. Right, probably really, really bad. (laughs) I would imagine. <laughs> now you also. You know, they're, they're... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say you also okay, had a chance in a promotion to manage one of my favorite people in the wrestling business, Pogo. Uh, I know it was not a long-term deal, but how did you enjoy managing Pogo? I know Pogo since I met him in uh, Bobo's show. Um, that was I've been friends with since, since I've been friends with Pogo since 2016, and I, we always talked about you know me and him always thought to talk about maybe awesome if I got to manage you, and actually now I got about think last month. No, the month before that, I don't remember exactly. But I did get to manage Pogo, and and I still will manage Pogo at TS, TSW. So, yeah, I love working with Pogo. He's a great guy, really, really great guy. Um, he's actually respectful, too, because if you're a lady manager, he'll drop the, you know, the, the ropes down and let you out and... He'll sit, he'll sit on the ropes for you to get in and out of the ropes. And then he'll ask you, oh, you're all right. So he's actually a gentleman, a, a, a gentleman when it comes to that. 
Absolutely. Pogo, fantastic guy. I've known him many, many years myself. Now, you have been the manager for a lot of tag team matches, and tag team matches can be different than one-on-one matches a lot of times. Do you have a personal preference managing singles matches versus tag team matches? Um, I uh, managed at Scalabar at GSW, and he went against Extos. Guys, I can't think. Extosis, I think. I think that's um, what he's called. Extosis. E X O D U S. Exodus, I believe. That's his name. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. That was a really, really, really good match. Now, you also have been out there with a tag team I'm familiar with, the Knockout Society of Jason Levi and Dalton Davis. I think they're one of the more underrated tag teams anywhere, really. What do you think of the Knockout Society? Um, I really don't, really, I really don't know about much about them. Um, I actually haven't been out that way. I'm, um, actually, the only person I, I, the other a copy I ever worked for was with Brian Blade with W MWA. I managed Jason Scars from that company. Okay. Now, in the wrestling business, it's just a natural hazard of the job that injuries are going to happen from time to time. Guys are going to get hurt at some point or another. What's the worst injury that has happened during a match you were involved with so far? Uh, uh, I can't say that uh, I think one of my guys got injured, their leg got injured. That's about the thing I can think of. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's the only thing I can think of. Then. One of my guys got injured. Injured by their they got injured. Well, that's very lucky that that's the worst that it's happened so far. Hopefully, that continues to be the case. <laughs> Besides, you know, Paul go get injured at WCW when he did that death match and that. Taipei match, but I wasn't there, so. <laughs> yes, he was involved in that with Shorty P last week. I was hoping that it wasn't a literal death match, but I believe Pogo's all right. No, he's all right. He's fine. He says, last time I talked to him, he said he was sore, but he's not competing tonight, so thank God. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need a week off. Cleared. He's not medically cleared. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't blame the doctors for pulling him if he go through a death match a week earlier. Oh. And it is how a month prior. Well, that, that's true. Uh, you have worked with a lot of referees in your day as well in different companies, and a lot of times... On the independence, the quality of the referees can vary quite a bit. Who would you say are some of your favorite referees to work with on shows? Um, it was uh, one one guy. I can't. He's from WCIW New Breed Bobo Show. Um, he does he doesn't referee anymore. He he they 
Chase sent me to a manager, but then, but he passed away. I can't think of the guy's name. I just phrased him up, but he was a really, really, really good referee. And when you go to these shows, I know there's not as many managers out there as there used to be several years ago. Do you come across other managers on a lot of the shows, or do you find that you're the only manager a lot of the times? Uh, there's other managers. I mean, I work with other managers like GSW. Um, the guy that actually is the promoter, promoter over there, he's actually a heel manager. And and there's some videos I have posted on my Facebook that of one match he got in my face, I smacked him with a whip, and I chased him around everywhere. But yeah, and there's another female manager that works there too. So and she's a face. So we're, I get along with all the managers, whether guys what they are, who they are. Well, at this point, my co-host, Coach Mike Jones, is standing by. I know Coach has questions for you also, so I'm going to pass things over to Coach. Hey, thanks for coming on. You're uh, part of our 1707th show. We're proud to have you and honored. Oh, thank you. I'm honored to be on your show. All right, cool. And then... Hey, I heard about you whooping that guy. I'm sure Demetra Star, the wing she cat, might might want to sign you up for her league. <laughs> yeah, I carry like a little small whoop uh, whip with me when I do my uh, when I come out with magic. And now I got another whip, which is my bull whip. It's like long, a lot longer. Yeah. All right, <laughs> nice. Are you familiar with the she cat? Um, not really. Where's she from, sign guy? Brother Sign. Hi. Uh, he must be, I was thinking, I was thinking um, she's from Chicago. Okay, cool. All right. And then what do you got coming up? Um, the 24th is TSW. That's why it's coming up. Okay, have you got a chance to work at Heroes and Legends in Indiana with Jason Maples yet? Nope, I have not. Okay. And then uh, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, use it through Facebook. They contact me on my messenger. Okay, it's an honor that you accepted my friend request. It's nice to have uh, all of our guests be friends. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And then, hey, what were some of the most memorable matches you've seen or been involved with? A lot. I've been involved with a lot. What were the most special ones? Um, uh, uh, Escalibur versus Exodus. Uh, um, I've been... Punishers versus the Pretty Boys. I've been, it's been a lot. Okay, yes, I've seen the, a match with Excalibur and you out there. Man, that was an impressive match. And you have quite the stable, my goodness. Yes, I managed like two tag teams and the rest were all single guys, so. Okay, who are some of the toughest wrestlers that you guys came across? Um, I, um, I'm trying to think, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, you got all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was managing Jason Scars. We came across, uh, bro- um, bro- uh, bro- Brian Blade from, uh, NWA. Okay, yeah, we got, we got. I don't know if Sign Guy told you, May is Blade Month, and we got Brian Blade on there, and we're happy to have you early with Angel Blade early. So, 
Nice. Yes, Blair Blaze is a really nice guy to work with, too. I mean, but, uh, man, I was the only ma- uh, female manager working, and I was the only female there. The rest were all guys. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, so who who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was wrestling, ordinary life, or sports? Um. My favorite wrestler was actually uh, Shawn Michaels and Bruce Brown Beefcake, and but my favorite manager of all times, hands down, is uh, Sensation of Sherry. Nice. And then, did you play sports in high school? Um, I played basketball. That was it. Okay, and then did you do you have any self defense background? Actually, I'm going to um, I'm doing training classes right now for self defense. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to do. Go ahead. I'm listening. No, I'm listening. Well, I'm gonna I'm getting trained to be do a certificate so I can start training other people for self defense. So I'm getting training to uh, getting a training certificate. Huh. And actually, all the moves they ha- actually all the moves they have is wrestling moves, so I know all of it. Oh. Okay. Do you have any suggestions for people who want to get into the business? I suggest that they go to a wrestling school. Um, uh, fulfill your dream. If, if that's your passion, to become a wrestler. If it's your passion to get in that ring, you, and you, that's what you love to do. Go for your dream. Go for your passion. That's why I, 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 I say to people all the time, because this that wrestling is my passion and it's always been my dream. And that's why. That's what I'm doing now, living my dream. Because I have a lot of people tell me, oh, you'll never be mouth to nothing. You'll never do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know but I proved them all wrong. Right on. And then do you have any schools that you like to suggest for people? Um, not, I don't know really any right now. Um. My youngest son wanted to be a, and wants to be a wrestler, so where he's at, I told him where to go, get one. But they told him he has to be 18, which he's kind of upset about because he's only 15. But I told him I would pay for it if he went. But he's got to wait till he's 18. So, yeah. Okay. Well, um, well it was, uh, I'm trying to think, Bones and Skulls or something like that out of Toledo, Ohio. Crimson runs it. Okay, going. cool. And then maybe you can get uh, Pogo and Excalibur to help out a little bit uh, before and after the shows, maybe. Oh, and I got to give a shout out to WCWO because they do they do training too for us uh, to train wrestlers to be trained for wrestling too. So I got to give a shout out to WCWO. All right, cool. Hey, I'm sure Sign Guy would like to know what's your favorite coffee to drink. Coffee. <laughs> um, I drink regular hot coffee, which is either Folgers or Maxwell, or I drink a uh, Monster coffee. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, well, hey, I want to wish you all the continued luck in the world, and we appreciate having you on and your time, and thanks for filling in. We've had a couple people cancel this week, so thanks again. Oh, you're so welcome. All right. Brother Stein. Thank Thank you, Coach. Oh, Angel, on independent shows, a lot of times promoters will find a venue that isn't the normal everyday wrestling venue. I've seen wrestling held in bars and flea markets and all manners of different types of places. What's the strangest place where you've had to manage on a show? Um, at a park. At a park. Just out in the middle of the park? It was a, yeah, it was in the middle of, uh, it was at a park. 
on some sand. Um, well, it was a beneficial for a little boy. Um, I thought that was kind of weird doing beneficial at a park, but that's the strangest place I ever been. I ever managed at. Uh, do you have a favorite venue where you go to manage? Um, TSW mostly. That's where I manage mostly at TSW. Now, a lot of times when people get into wrestling, they don't think of fans coming up to get autographs and take pictures and that type of thing when they're starting out. So usually it's kind of a pleasant surprise when you get that first autograph or that first picture taken with the fan. Do you remember the first time a fan ever wanted to get a picture with you or an autograph? Yes, uh, it was at TSW. It was like two, uh, I had two little girls come up to me and want my autograph and take pictures with them. It was, it, 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 like, um, kids, kids are my weakness. They melt, they melt in my heart, yeah. Yeah, it was a surprise. Uh, have you ever come out with any merchandise that the fans can buy at the merchandise tables yet? Um, yes, I yes, I do have uh T shirts and I do have uh do uh have necklaces that say angel on them. Oh, very nice. Now, are those available just at the shows, or do you have uh, somewhere else fans can go to buy those? Um, usually I do it at my shows, but if they private, if they private message me on um, my messenger on Facebook, that's no problem. I still have T-shirts and I still have necklaces and stuff. Fantastic. Oh, I'm sure. You've seen a lot of wrestlers trying to sell a lot of different things at the merchandise table. What's the oddest thing that you've seen a wrestler trying to sell to the fans? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I... I seen some stuff, sweaters, t-shirts, pictures. I oh, I do got I got pictures too, too for sale. Um, not really much of anything I seen. That's weird. We're not working the same places, and I've seen some weird things being hawked to fans by wrestlers. But yeah. Sometimes they they get a little creative. Oh wait a minute! I do got I do got one weird one I seen. Someone actually painted a bowling pin and was selling a bowling pin. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen someone sell is a bowling pin. That is a little bit out of the norm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, why are you selling a bullet? It was, they paid it, I guess. Now, speaking of paint, a lot of wrestlers, and we'll put Pogo right in this category too, they will paint their faces, and a lot of times wrestlers will use paint that doesn't always stay where they intend it, and it will get over people's clothes. It will get over the wrestling mat, so forth, so on. Have you had many instances where wrestlers' face paint ends up all over you? Um, no. <laughs> that never happened to me. But, see, now I, 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 I'm, I'm wise, so I know... If, somebody, if another wrestler is pet face painter, I, I can give them a tip on how to keep it on their face without smearing everywhere. So, yeah. 
that the train. Be nice. <laughs> I've seen a yeah, lot of Rusty Schmiller, a lot of face paint in my day. <laughs> yeah, because I wear, I wear makeup myself, but not face paint, you know. And sometimes the sometimes my makeup smears it comes off, and then I got somebody told told me how to um, uh, show me um, taught me how, a trick a trick a trick to keep it on. So yeah. I known a couple of guys that actually used house paint, thinking that would stay on better, but. I wouldn't exactly advise people to try that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would not either. <laughs> I maybe thought, you know, Halloween uh, uh, makeup or something like that. That seems like the safer choice for sure. <laughs> A lot of times, in wrestling, managers always have special outfits. They have to kind of stand out from the crowd and stand out from the other people on the show and look the part. Where does your outfits come from? Do you have, like, particular go-to places to get your wrestling outfits, or is it a variety of places you go and pick and choose? Nope. I go to one place and one place only I shop at. <laughs> my outfit, I... My, the outfits I wear are now... I Usually, I switch up my outfits. I always like to change my outfits up. But now that I found the outfit I want to wear... That I think I'm gonna stay with that outfit, those outfits. I, if you've seen my pictures on my Facebook, I wear a corset and a, um, a pleather pa- uh, pants. Uh, have you ever had the occasional wardrobe malfunction? I know in wrestling sometimes things will happen and people's outfits will tear or get ripped things like that. Have you ever had that happen to you? Uh, yes. Um, at one of my shows, I was managing one of, the, one of the tag teams, and I was actually in a rush because I designed the pants myself. I it's actually had the, you know, the pretty boy symbol and stuff on my pants, and the this, this stuff started coming off my pants, malfunction, yeah. I did have that happen. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe Coach has a couple of more questions, so I'm going to pass things right back over to Coach for a bit. Okay. Um, hey, Angel, have you got a chance to work at Warrior Pro Wrestling yet? No, sir, I have not. Are you familiar with them? Not really. So where are they out of, sign guy? Warrior Pro is in Danville, Indiana. Okay, I definitely suggest checking them out. They're a up-and-coming, rising company, and uh, looks like they got a lot to offer, like you do. Yeah, I do. What was that? Warrior what? Warrior Pro Wrestling out of Danville, Indiana. Okay. Okay, and then we got a couple questions, uh, emails from fans. We got two questions from Kurt Ferris. He would like, he would definitely like to know if Angel Blade is a fan of Angel Food Cake. <laughs> oh yes, I love Angel Food Cake. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot, a lot of yeah. silly questions sometimes, but it's all in fun. And, and hey, we really wanted to know, also, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Angel likes Angel Food Cake. <laughs> okay, and then another one from Kurt Ferris. He asks if you and Roger Blade share eyeliner tips. 
No. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, what's the chances of the, what's the chances of that? Right. Slim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any anything else you'd like to plug or promote today? Um, no. Okay, well, back to sign guy. All right. Well, Angel, I know that you were getting ready for WCWO there at the Outlaw Arena, and you're going to watch that show and put it over on the Book of Faces, so I don't want to keep you too much longer so you can get ready for that. But if there is anything you would like to say to the listeners today, plug and promote anything and everything you would like, floor is all yours. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to shout out to WCWO. They're on tonight at 7:30. Check them out. Actually, they get they bring an extra show every week. And then uh, April 24th, GSW will be in Vincent, Indiana. So come out, check out that, and support their the benefit show, the Children's Hospital. They have. Um. Um. I don't have to say. <laughs> um, I also run a. Uh, I also run my own business. I own my own business, which is Angels Chocolate Bombs and Gifts. Check me out on Angels um, Chocolate Bombs and Gifts at uni dot uni com. Um, I appreciate every you guys for letting me come on. I'm very honored. Pleasure was definitely ours. I greatly appreciate you being on the show today, and I wish you the best of luck in your career. Be safe out there on the TSW show for the benefit, and enjoy WCWO from the Al Arena tonight. It's going to be a great show tonight. Oh, yes, it is. All right, fans, definitely, if you get a chance to see Angel Blade at a show, go buy yourself a ticket, pick up a T-shirt and a picture, ask her for an autograph. She's a great manager, does a lot of great things out there with the people that she manages, so definitely support her and what she's doing. Coach Mike Jones, coach with the most coming at us from coast to coast. You don't mean to brag, but tomorrow you just might make some challa bread French toast. Have you some things you would like to plug and promote and say? Yes, you can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at Coach Mike Jones and the coach with the most, Coach Mike Jones. And don't forget to check out the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room, along with I'm always excited and ready and able and willing to check out Sign Guys, Sign of the Times. I think you're up to 525 now, aren't you? Indeed so. Yeah, and then, yes, I definitely want to reach out to you guys. And uh, if there's any way you can help out Steph and Bonner, their house burned down uh, this week. They're in Nevada, and they have a GoFundMe under Andrea Bonner. And then also still want to remind people about Sonny O'Mara's wife, Lindsay McKinney's GoFundMe, too, if you guys can help out with those. And then, of course, want to continue to push and let people know about Mike Rogers' books. Just got through reading Excitement in the Air, Volume 1. It was a great book. I thank you, Sign Guy, for hooking me up with that. And right now I'm reading my mentor and book coach and publishing coach, international bestsellers, Patrick Snow's book, Creating Your Own Destiny. And, man, I'm excited for that book. It's amazing. He doesn't have the nickname, the Dean of Destiny, for nothing. You can check him out at patricksnow.com. All right. Now, Coach, we have shows coming up. You want to run down the schedule? Yeah, we got Strobaestro this Sunday. Excited for that. And then on the 8th, we got Bill Anderson. 
But before that, on the 7th, we have a Buddhist special with the Cool Hills, Richard Sincere and Eric Wright. We're excited for that one. And then on the 10th, we have Leatherface. Man, he's making his rounds. To, he's in Dallas right now. I'm really looking forward to that. Leatherface loves to talk, and he's got a great story. I'm pretty sure his show might go the whole two hours. Then on the 15th, we got Demetra Star, the winged she-cat. On, Gen- on April 17th, we got Second Generation's Jenny Santana, World Grappling Champion. On April 22nd, we got Adonis Staples. April 24th, we got Mustang Mike. And April 29th, we got Brad Bad. And you want to let them know about May, May the 4th be with us as a special, and we got a, a themed month for May. Can you let them know? Absolutely. Like you said, May the 4th be with us. That's on a Wednesday. We'll boot a special that with sports entertainers discussing Star Wars once again. Then for Blade Month, all the Sundays in May, we'll have a Blade with us, much like we had today with Angel Blade. The first, we have Roger Blade, someone I've known for many, 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 many years. And he once punched me in my head with an illegal object. Eighth, we have the aforementioned Brian Blade from MWA. The 15th, Damian Blade out of the great state of Missouri. 22nd, we have Johnny Blade out of the great state of Texas. And we wrap it up the 29th with our second of two Johnny Blades. This one from the Midwest. And then the rest of May we have on the 6th, Feel Good, Manager Extraordinaire. 13th, we have Chaz Taylor. 20th, Sharp Pain Stevie Jonak. 27th, we have Nick Hamrick and his manager coming to the show. And then, Coach, we have a theme in June as well. Do you want to let people know the theme for that? Yeah, but before that, let's let them know who's going to be on with Eric Hamrick on the 27th of May. His manager. And who is he? A. Dick Vickers. A. Dick Vickers. Okay, cool. Yes. And for June, we have Authors Month. On the 3rd, Friday the 3rd, we'll, uh, the Fridays will be our Authors Week. And we have um, Mike Rogers. What's that? Authors Month. Month. Authors Month, but Friday is Fridays are the the days we're dedicated to that. Correct. And June third is Mike Rogers and Frank Colbertson. June tenth is Gary Morgenstein. June seventeenth is Matt Legit. June twenty fourth is Jake Shannon. And did I uh, hear that we got Nick Iggy confirmed to double up on one of those days? Yes, we will have Nick Iggy the 17th, uh, Matt Legit. Not 100% positive he can make it, but either way, we will have Nick Iggy on, and then hopefully we're going to have Matt Legit as well. So we'll have two big hours that day if Matt Legit is able to join us. And we're always hoping and praying for Jim Powers, and we got an APB out on Gary Cherry. Uh, hoping to hoping to find those guys one day. If you come across Gary Cherry on a street somewhere, you tackle him to the ground and put a phone to his ear, and you have him call me. It's been years since anyone's seen Gary Cherry. Yeah, not even T.J. Kemp knows where he is. I think that's an accurate statement. And then we got two more slots in June to fill. Before we can reveal our Sunday guest, right? Well, we could say who we do have, I guess. Okay, June 5th, we got Paragon, the Washington State champ. And who do we got for the 26th? 26th, we have Caden Cassidy coming back. But I'd like to also point out, besides the Washington State championship, Paragon also has a United States heavyweight championship and the Maryland Television Championship currently. And Paragon will be back at Northwest Pro this month. 
Yeah, and we are currently just really close to to locking in Evan Ginsburg and Bill Pierce. Uh, and also, we're trying to get Nightma- uh, Dan Nightmare from the Northwest on and Shane Taylor back, but it's not official yet. Nothing official yet. What well, Coach, we have anything else? No, not really. What do you got coming up this weekend? Well, of course, it's WrestleMania season, so, you know, there's all that. There's lots going on. I'll have the sign of the times at some point in the next couple of days. And then um, I was originally going to be at Power Pit Pro, but I'm taking this month off due to a mild injury that's still not 100%. And then on Sunday, I'll be back at Blue Collar Wrestling in Portland, Oregon, and they are allowing us to present to... Paul Freakshine, his 2022 Turnbuckle Turmoil Hall of Fame plaque. So I'll be presenting the physical plaque to Paul. Coach, are you going to go down there and watch? And if so, will you have tears streaming down your eyes while Paul accepts the plaque? That's going to be the third, right? That's this Sunday, yes, the third. Yeah, I'm not sure. There's a chance I could, but right now I'm not sure. Hey, I also want to give a shout-out to Dayfola Debashi with his Lyrical Spit podcast. I was proud and honored to be on there uh, about a week or so ago, and I recently did an episode of Murky Chronicles for him. And you can also check him out on TikTok. And then, of course, one of our favorite mascots, Chicken Bob. Has Chicken Bob ever been on Lyrical Spit? I don't think he has. He was on Buddy Highways, though. Yes, he was on Open Highway. Debashi needs to book Chicken Bob. Definitely. And how do people contact you? Well, usually with a form across my face of your Cameron Star, but... Besides that, you can go to the Twitters, at SignGuyHPW, the YouTubes, backslash TheSignGuy77 on the Book of Faces, find the SignGuy fan page. You can also find Chicken Bob on all of his social media. He's very social media friendly for a chicken. (laughs) He definitely is. Man, I'm a big fan of his. Well, I think... We got everything. Are we missing anything? No, just want to tell everybody, thank God it's Friday. Happy Friday. It's a beautiful day here in the Northwest. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Thanks for everything, for listening and for supporting our show and for everything you do, Sign Guy. And and I'm looking forward to Stroh's show this weekend. He's got a great story also. I just hope that it's not about a man named Jed who was a poor mountaineer that barely kept his family fed. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, if that's it, we'll wrap this up nice and neat. Everybody, go find yourself a show. There's roughly 17,811 shows happening this week, most of them centered in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So go support yourself some wrestling. And we'll be back with you Sunday afternoon.